But the reality is we're human. And when we're on social media and we're only seeing the highlight reel, when something human pops up, something relatable, something vulnerable, that builds trust. Then what I have to do is offer them something that has a high enough perceived value to overcome their desire to not get pitched or spammed or bothered or annoyed. I have to go on a gut level first and foremost. What sells me? How do we take some of the repetitive, quote unquote, bureaucratic tasks out of the hands of the rep and automate those to free up time for them to spend selling? How can we create a place where it's positive, where there's nothing but motivation, education, and inspiration, and how can we do it consistently? Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining the Digital Selling Secrets podcast. On this podcast, we talk about sales, leadership, and digital transformation, and we have another very special guest with us today. We have Catherine McCord. Thank, thank you, Catherine, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Gary. I'm excited to be here today. So are we. And also want to introduce my dashing co-host, Jerry Manicarote. Jerry? Hey, guys. Uh, pleasure to be here. Catherine, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And I want to point out that before the show, you guys were claiming that Gary was the one with the looks, but then you just said Jerry is. So I don't know. Well, well we, gotta, <laughs> we, have to, we have to build each other up. We have to build each other. So that's... <laughs> sales is a very rough business. So uh, by the time Saturday rolls around, we just got to boost each other's egos. Sales is always the number one. I'm on a lot of entrepreneur groups and, and the sales is the number one thing that everybody gripes about is business development and sales. So I, I tell everybody, man, a, a great sales guy is worth the rate of gold. Absolutely. And, and in reality, everything's a sale, right? You, you know, whether you're selling an excuse, you're selling an idea, you're selling, <laughs> you know, your wife on where you want to go to dinner that night. Every, you know. And good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just so the audience knows a little bit about your background, uh, Catherine, could you tell us a little bit about what, what you do? Yeah, so I started a recruiting company back in 2014, and in Dallas, Texas is where I started it, and now we are on the Treasure Coast in Florida, which is just north of West Palm Beach, and I have teammates across the country that, um, that are phenomenal that join in and help us out, so we do direct hire recruiting. And HR can, and employee relations consulting, especially for small businesses. That's what we do. That's my passion. And I started the firm because I didn't like how the smaller businesses were being treated by recruiting firms. And to me, they're my favorite clients. I work with big guys too, but I, I like my I like my small companies. When I help a company grow from six people to 53, which recently happened, that's that's the biggest reward that I can get. And now we're developing a new technology. And then I also have a, sh a show called Career Launch Live. Awesome. Awesome. And Catherine was telling us a little bit about her background. And we had a little bit of technical difficulties there. I apologize. Um, so Catherine, you're, you're telling us about your recruiting firm and, and what you do there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. I So we do direct hire placements and then we do employee relations consulting and HR consulting for small businesses. And we do have larger clients as well. I love working with all sizes, but my absolute favorite are my entrepreneurs, my smaller startup size companies that I help grow. I love I, it. I completely understand that. You know, there's something exciting about working with smaller companies where you got that passion, you have that excitement around a new idea. Um, sometimes yeah. bigger co corporations are tough because I don't know. I, so much least, bureaucracy. 
And it's just so boring. A lot of times I like, I like getting in there, getting to know everybody, finding people that have multiple skill sets that can really take a company to another level and increase profits by, you know, a million a year or something like that. It's, it's phenomenal. I built out whole sales teams before I've done full IT teams, things like that. And it's, it's a really cool experience. And I, and the best part about what I do is I get to steal for a living and it's legal. I, I go to these companies where people aren't happy or where they could definitely be doing better. And I take the employee away from them and give it to my client and give them to my client. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's you're helping people in their pursuit of happiness, right? That's right. Uh, that's right. I help my clients and I get to help the candidates as well. It's a wonderful, wonderful way to make a living. You know, you, you talked a little bit about just before we started the show about, uh, uh, you know, entrepreneurs and uh, salespeople. Yeah. And you said they're worth their weight in gold. Why, why would you say that? You know, you, you come across, I'm sure you come across a ton of them as a recruiter. I do. Oh my gosh, I do. And, and every sales guy seems to think that they're the godsend, which they have to, right? You got to have that big ego to get out there and get the level of nose that every salesperson gets. But a real true sales strategist and genius and somebody who really has a talent for it will bring more to your company than just a client. You know, they, they will bring up full opportunities, referral partnerships. Sometimes they even have, I've seen sales guys that have whole product ideas and change the direction of a product that ends up being far more profitable for the company and far more beneficial for the clients. So a great salesperson who really taps into their clients and under gets to understand them and gets the mentality and really does research and things like that that person is worth their weight in gold. You can't, you can't have a more valuable team member. And it doesn't have to be sales. I want to be clear about that. There are other positions that do that too. There are other individuals. But with salespeople, because they're on the front line, it's a little easier for them to tap into that customer market. Yeah, that's really deep what you just said. And it shows a deep understanding uh, uh, on your part for what sales actually does. A lot of people think, you know, I, I used to do this exercise back when I was consulting. I'd go to sales teams and ask them, I want you to close your eyes and say the word salesperson, what do you see? And then I would put the image on, on the screen. It would be the slimy car salesman, you know, with the uh, <laughs> smile and a mustache and, and you know, big check. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would tell them, okay, you know, that's why all of us think that, but what are we actually doing? We're trying to find solutions for the customers. And that's exactly what you described to go out there, better yes. understand who your customer is and offer that solution. And then to your point, sometimes these guys, these sales folks, they salespeople, I should say, they go to the, go back to the man, to the people that they work for and help further develop the product to more finely tune that uh, solution yes. to the customer. Absolutely. 100%. In fact, one of my prize placements and, and I, I love this guy to death. And actually now he's becoming a client of mine, which is the fourth time that's happened in my career since I started my business that a once candidate became a client. Uh, Jabray Scott, he is in the payments industry and he is now struck out on his own as a consultant. And he's one of those that did that, that took a product and, you know, molded it and shaped it and really helped the company grow and develop and has phenomenal, phenomenal talent. And I always like to separate too, when somebody is asking me to fill uh, sales roles for them, I say, do you want a phone jockey or do you want a true salesperson? Hmm. Which one do you want? Because those are two very different positions. If you just want somebody who's going to sit there and answer incoming calls and that's basically customer service, but they can also sell a product, 
that's one thing. That's one skill set. That's one type of person. Then you have the sales specialist that they could sell ice to an Eskimo, you know, and that will get out there and dig in that market and find every last possible avenue of sales. And those people, those people are real treasures. And they take a little longer to find, but and they cost a lot more money, but man, are they worth it? Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, I think the, the key is to not be um, perceived as a salesperson, too. I mean, for, right. them, to be, for them to be successful. And, uh, and when I say perceived as a salesperson, I'm putting quotations around salesperson. Right. Like, <laughs> you don't want to be the slimy guy. That's yeah. not what you, <laughs> not what you but, want. But it's unfortunate when, when people hear, kind of to Jerry's point earlier, when people hear the term sell or hear the phrase salesperson, immediately what comes to their mind is somebody that is a stereotypical salesperson when in reality mm -hmm. without sales professionals, there would be no businesses. There would be, it, everybody has to, in one, in one capacity or another, sometimes a CEO acts as a salesperson when they're out, they're doing sales yeah. functions. So you could call mm -hmm. them a salesperson. Um, yep. if you're an Absolutely. And it, yeah, I was gonna say, if you're an entrepreneur and you can't sell your, your business is going to go nowhere. Right. Every single entrepreneur is a salesperson. Very I'm nice. a salesperson. Right. Right. You know, I, it's true. And, and I, and one thing I tell people is a good salesperson will let a deal walk away because sometimes it's, it's not the right fit. Sometimes what you have isn't right for them or isn't right for them right now, or they're not right for you. Like for me, because I, my, what I deal with is people, right? I'm taking people from one place to another. If a potential client is not ethical or is doing something that is out of compliance, I turn them down. And they're like, I recently had somebody tell me, oh, you'd make 10 grand a month off of me. Yeah, but you're breaking the law. You're, you're not in compliance. So I can't work with you. And then, and what's funny is that exact person fixed it and then circle back to me. But, <laughs> but you have to, you have to also have integrity in sales. And that's something that's so very important. You know, I don't, I would never will place the guy that will throw anything to the wall and see what sticks. I want the person that has integrity and that will do what's best for the customer as well as their, the company that they represent. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a, it can be a fine line in sales on, on what the mm -hmm. right thing to do is. I mean, do they really believe yeah. in the product they're selling? I mean, if they don't, yes. you know, there's some ethical yeah. or integrity issues there that, that are at odds against each other. Um, yeah. Maybe some sales professionals feel like, hey, if I go out and I, and I close it at all costs, I'm providing for my family. So there's some ethical issues there as well. It's, um, But I think you hit the nail on the head when you said you have to do what's in the best interest of the client. And I, th I think that that's a great – as long as you're not breaking the law and you're not doing anything that right. violates company policy right. um, and you have the – and you truly care. I mean everything I've read about sales uh, and experience in sales, it's, it's just – caring about people it's uh right. i agree uh, yeah yep. yeah if you don't care about people don't do sales exactly there's other things for you there's other things where you can go make money but don't do sales yeah so it's the Kathy same thing with medical i tell people the same thing like don't be a nurse if you don't care about people for god's sakes and it's the same thing in sales absolutely and and w when we talked previously you'd mentioned some technology that you have in the works mm -hmm. and and some so if you were to give some advice and and share a little bit about what you do uh give some uh how can you how can you uh help sales professionals that are that are looking to advance in their career well 
one thing I tell, I make sure that people understand. I only work the roles that my clients give me. So one thing that happens a lot when you're a recruiter is people contact you thinking you can help them find a job. We're going to bust that myth right now. That's not it. My, now my way of giving back is my show. That's how I do that. But here's my advice. This is what I will tell salespeople out there or anybody really looking for a job. The job market is saturated right now. Okay. There are a lot of extra candidates. So you have to be creative. Just sending out your resume is going to take forever. Okay. And resumes aren't very effective anyway. So the number one thing that you can do is get personal, reach out to hiring managers and recruiters on LinkedIn, contact them, send emails. One really creative thing that actually a sales guy did, this was a sales guy candidate of mine that came up with this is he would send at holidays and it could be a little, little tiny holiday, but let's say we have Easter coming up, right? So he would send an e-card, you know, those pretty animated e-cards and he, to hiring managers of companies that he wanted to work for and they would open it and it was just happy Easter. And it was so beautiful and happy. And he said something very encouraging, maybe put a cool quote in there. And at the bottom, it just said your candidate hopeful and then his name. Oh, wow. That's creative. Yeah. And you know what happened? He got four interviews off that. I'm and sure. he sent out something like a dozen of those and got four interviews out of it and ended up getting hired because they went, oh, this is a candidate that was this smart and this creative. Yeah, let's go find this person. Let's go see what's going on with them because sales is relationship building, right? And so, and this is really true for any candidate, but especially for something like sales, you need to be able to prove that you can build relationships. Well, you just did. Another great thing is video. There's a technology called BombBomb and there's others out there like it where you can make really cool videos of yourself. That's like a cover letter and send that to people. Um, now don't be creepy. Okay, I want to specify that it's really easy on those videos to get creepy or to get too uh, too playful. So keep it professional. You can be creative, but don't. Sorry, my headphones are just bothering me today. Um, but don't get too childlike in it either. You know, don't put a whole bunch of stickers. Don't put. Don't send anything with your like. <laughs> with your thumbs up and like you're making a weird face or something like that. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's counterproductive. Also when you're messaging on LinkedIn right. guys, don't be weird. Okay. Don't send someone a message that says, hello. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> it's like, okay. And <laughs> you know, like, send, send something and you don't need to put your whole resume. Don't ask immediately. That's a big mistake that people make. Don't ask immediately. Comment on a post that they just made. Comment on something smart that they just said on someone else's post. Say something intelligent. <laughs> then kind of strike up a conversation. Then once that's happened, say, okay, by the way, I'd love to work for your company. Or if, if it's a recruiter, you know, if you have anything open, that type of thing. And then kind of go into it. Because now you've established a relationship and now it's not weird that you're asking for something. Absolutely. <laughs> and and right? I think what you're saying is, and I know we're talking about sales, but at the end of the day, it all boils down to communication. And right. like on LinkedIn, I've, I've experienced that too. You got two opposite ends of the spectrum. You got one end that's just like, how are you? And you've never, yeah. heard, you've never heard from, and then you got the other end where it says sponsored message. So they paid oh, yeah. to have this book sent to you, this, uh, you know, five page <laughs> dissertation about what their mm -hmm. company is. And mm -hmm. 
people, if they don't know you, they don't like you or trust you, and they've never heard from you, they're probably not going to spend 20 minutes reading your five pages you sent. Um, no, that's not. here on the digital selling uh, secrets podcast. Uh, that's something that we try to help people understand is that even on LinkedIn, on the digital platform, you still have to build a relationship. It's yes. Not, Hello. Let me tell you about my product. I mean, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I tell everybody on LinkedIn to your point, Jerry, I tell everybody on LinkedIn, act like you're face-to-face at a business networking event. Would you walk up to somebody and go, and without even any kind of greeting, just go, I'm Catherine with Titan Management and this is everything I can do. No, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you would not do that. <laughs> it would not go well. Um, another one that I get a lot as a female and, and I know actually everybody I know that has a show, this happens to them. That has a, and, you know, kind of a, a bigger show. This happens to them. It go, don't say anything about somebody's looks. Don't, don't even say, I like your smile. Don't say, I like your outfit. And, and this goes either way. Cause women do it to men too. Don't do that. It's creepy. I don't, oh, and don't ask about my family. Mm-mm. That's very off-putting. No, 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 no. This is a business relationship. Unless you know me, don't ask about my family. That is very creepy and off-putting. Business. You can be a little personal, a little personal about it, but don't, don't do that. And build your personal brand, guys, on LinkedIn. Post, Good comment. Point. Good point. Yeah, you have, yeah. To build, you have to build that relationship up to get to that point where you can be yes. more personal and not just jump right into... Um, how many kids do you have? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. How many kids? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's they, I get asked all kinds of bizarre questions on LinkedIn. The good thing going, about that's so bad. Yeah, I do too. And and I think the good thing about LinkedIn is on the profile, they list what they want everybody to see. So I mean that gives you some talking points right there. But yeah. <laughs> well, uh Catherine, I know uh we're we're running short on time here. I just wanted to uh if people want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Right. So LinkedIn, obviously. And by the way, I seem to be the only Catherine McCord that's spelled this way on LinkedIn. So I'm really easy to find. Connect with me, message me. I will message you back. Um check out the show, careerlaunchlive.com. Uh, and it's on it's on LinkedIn as well. Those are the two best ways to reach out to me. I am always here to help. And by the way, candidates, if you do want help looking for a position, I have the best connections in the industry that are affordable and the top of their industry that will get you jobs quickly. So reach out to me. Fantastic. And and her last name is spelled McCord, M-C-C-O-R-D, Catherine McCord. And before we close out, I just want to give a shout out to our sponsor, B2B Digital Selling Secrets. If you want a free copy of it, go to free plus shipping, that is B2B. To be digital selling secrets.com. That's the number two, by the way, B2B. Uh, it's also available on Amazon if you don't like free stuff. Uh, Jerry, any, any last words before we close out? Oh, thank you again, Catherine, for joining us. And everybody, again, thank you enough for uh, listening to us. We've crossed 50, 50 episodes and we look forward to even more. Cheers. Congratulations. Hey, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>